Welcome to Talos Takes, the quick take podcast where our researchers break down this week's hot topic in cybersecurity for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Talos Takes. Uh, I am joined by Azim once again, and uh, we're basically going to recap the year in ransomware as uh, we start to do a couple of year in review podcasts here to end out 2020. Thanks for coming on, Azim. Pleasure to be here. So uh, as I said, we're doing a couple of different year in review things on the site. Uh, soon you will see our malware year in review timeline, which kind of covers all of the major research posts we put up this year. Uh, and then we'll also be having our vulnerability year in review, which recaps all the great work our VulnDev team is doing. Uh, and I have a Zemon today to talk about ransomware specifically because it made a ton of headlines this year. There was a lot of uh, big organizations and companies that uh, got attacked by ransomware and schools and hospitals and all sorts of uh, you know public sectors as a result of COVID-19. Uh, so, Azim, kind of just let's start out by by talking about why ransomware was so in the headlines this year. Sure. Um, to provide some perspective, uh, several years ago, as ransomware became a more prevalent problem for corporate networks and similar type organizations, uh, the primary solution we in the industry advised was to back up your systems. And as threat actors came across victims that ended up not paying the ransom uh, because they just recovered their systems, what we saw specifically, uh, especially in the last year or so, just a little over a year ago, is threat actors that are operating in uh, the ransomware space start to collect the data, hold it, and actually threat threaten the victim to publicize the data. Um, because the there are implications with privacy laws and obviously liability for the victim, um, the likelihood of them paying the ransom goes up. So that is one major trend we saw just a little over a year ago. Um, as the pandemic hit, uh, I would say around March, Obviously, we saw a major trend in the industry where uh, consumers and uh, end users shifted over to remote work. Because of that, many organizations uh, set up their networks and VPNs in haste. They also uh, lagged behind in uh, the education that it takes for people to work remotely and securely. So ransomware operators took advantage of that. They targeted school systems, knowing that many schools will be reliant on working remotely. They targeted healthcare organizations that were at the front line of the pandemic fight. And they targeted other uh, major industries that were um, instrumental in the fight against COVID. So we knew we know for that trend that the adversary was very focused on taking advantage of the situation as much as possible besides this uh you know big game hunting as as we were talking about what are some other trends that you saw from ransomware actors this year that particularly stuck out to you uh we definitely noticed a growth in the amount of participation uh, operators uh, and affiliate programs, different type of ransomware groups 
some ransomware groups particularly grew in the last uh, nine months or so because of their nefarious activities targeting major organizations. Um, the, the major thing that I, stands out to me is these new ransomware groups are very attention seeking, where before we saw them try to operate in a very private space where they could engage directly with the victim or anybody that is, has the power to pay. Now they are publicizing that information and broadcasting it and are trying to do that in every way possible, whether it is creating a website directly in the form of a blog or uh, participating in social media. And then looking forward to 2021, uh, what do you think that ransomware actors are going to be learning from this year, taking away? Do you think they'll kind of be like emboldened by some of the success that they're having? And could they go after some even larger uh, targets next year? I, I personally believe, based on what we've seen, that the ransomware, the lucrative part of ransomware is not going to go away. It is going to continue to grow as more people uh, get online. And because of that, there's just going to be more opportunities. Another uh, part of that, though, to consider is there are many ransomware operators now and many groups, and they're competing in that space. But uh, seeing that there is not much criminal uh, prosecution for these groups, it is not likely that the near future will be uh, something that there will be, you know, will negatively impact ransomware operators. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks as always, Azim, for coming on and giving us that overview of ransomware. Um, you know, kind of just to leave us, what are some, uh, I know this is something that we cover like in basically every Talos Takes episode, but can you kind of just give some general pointers for folks to keep an eye out for ransomware and, uh, you know, basically what steps can they take to avoid that initial infection? Um, always consider scams and uh, opportunities uh, for phishing. We see that ransomware, the a lot of the times, not the only time, comes in through uh, the phishing scams. Um, other than that, obviously practice good awareness and good security. If you have other people's data that you are taking care of and there are implications of liability, I would prioritize sec the security of that data uh, no matter what, because the implications of that could be very, very serious. All right, awesome. Well, thanks, Azim. I appreciate your time, as always, and have an excellent uh, winter holiday season and shutdown. Likewise. Thank you very much.